Welcome back, everyone, to <laughs> My Wife Thinks, where we will talk about today, New York. Concrete jungle, where dreams Why, why didn't you made. sing it? I'm now, I'm just, about I'm this. sick. No. That was singing. We talked, and you said that you would sing your part. Concrete jungle, That's not the where the, the dreams are made, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah that was something we had a heck of a time in new york city we were talked about a call back to your heck boy special (laughs) and you can see my special heck boy um (laughs) no it wasn't (laughs) i hate both of us for doing that um yeah we went we went to new york we did and we before we went we talked about how tired we were I got I got kind of uh, rejuvenated by the time we got to our hotel and saw our friends. I mean, I was very tired, but I was like, oh, this is fun. Did you feel the same? No. Yeah, were you tired the whole time? I was so tired. That's why we stayed in that one night. Like our I second night true. there. I was like, I, I cannot. We watched a lot of Euphoria. We did. We finished season two of Euphoria. Actually, I think we finished season one and season two of Euphoria. No, we started season two. We finished it while we were there. Oh, for some reason, I thought we had the finale. Anyway, the season finale. What we ended up doing is we got on a plane really early in the morning. We did. And then we We still had time to go to the Sky Lounge, though. Oh, yeah, we did. Got some brekkie. Guys, there's nothing better than a breakfast that you didn't have to make or clean up. I will stand by that till the day I die. I love... A good breakfast. No, there's nothing better. What if it was like a new car? Mm, new car or <laughs> breakfast every day that I didn't have to make or clean up? I would choose breakfast. What m- number of money would you have to be? Well, you can never have a breakfast that was made and cleaned up for you. If you wanted the other. $500,000? I would probably accept $500,000, <laughs> but I would just wake up later <laughs> so that I could have brunch that was made for me and then cleaned up for me yeah i think now that you said that they would take that out and in the bargaining but he should have kept that inside is what i'm saying oh my gosh (laughs) i Um, just ruined it um so we flew to new york our flight i thought was smooth yeah it was great um i slept a lot of the way and i jordan's Jordan got me to start reading the Witcher books, and I don't love them as much as he loves them, but they are interesting. I feel like you haven't been reading it at all. I haven't been reading it very much. It was just (laughs) while we were traveling, but I'm going to the airport several more times this month, and really, that's where my Kindle sees the most action anyway when I'm traveling. So, Um, you did read some of the Witcher. Thank you. Do not feel obligated, but I just finished the sixth book, and it's so crazy right now. Oh my gosh. Is there another book for you to read? Yeah, it's the longest one too. Seventh. Oh, I'm excited. There's actually eight, but the eighth one's like a side story, I guess. Okay, nobody cares about number eight. So we land in New Jersey because we flew into Newark. Which you didn't know. Which I didn't know was New Jersey. You thought it was just, they were saying New York really fast. (laughs) No, I knew it was. Yeah, we're going to New York City. But I just thought it was still in New York State. Is Newark in New York City? It doesn't. Stop. This is not what I did. But I didn't know that Newark is in New Jersey. So we flew into New Jersey, and that was great. And then we tried to find some New Jersey. 
Which I can't even say past <laughs> New Jersey Shore paraphernalia for my friend. Well, that was not till the way home, but yeah. Whatever, it's fine. There wasn't any in the airport, so boo on the Did you call it New Jersey Shore? Did I? <laughs> the Jersey Shore. Well, I'm just saying it's just Jersey Shore, not New Jersey Shore. Fine, it's the Jersey Shore. New York City. We flew into Jersey. And then we got an Uber. It was the worst it Uber we've ever had. Was the worst. Not okay. he was nice. It was he worse was because nice. he said it was the worst driver. He, he missed was terrifying. picking. We got it for a deal because I got him yeah. for sixty bucks, which is pretty good. From and then ten minutes later, it was like a hundred and seventy dollars because we almost canceled him because he missed picking us up from our spot three times, and it was a ten minute wait each time from the. It was like around. this loop, and he just missed the lane to actually get to us three and in, times. in my brain i was like it must be really hard and then i saw his driving and i was like oh oh no it he's was really bad he would wait until about 400 feet before we needed to turn left before he would immediately like cut off this it was this huge string of stopped cars all waiting to turn left like bumper to bumper and he would just insert himself and I understand. but he wasn't even aggressive enough he put his blinker on and try an engine and some people would slow down enough where he could get in and he wouldn't take it so they would speed up and then he would cut off a random car yeah. just like abruptly it was it Wild. was kind of terrifying i had to close my eyes at one point because i was like i don't want to see the moment that i die <coughs> I, I never thought we we're gonna die but i'm like he was probably gonna get pulled over or because he wasn't like and then fast there was one driving. point where i started actually laughing like i couldn't contain it and Jordan was like, what? And I was like, I have to tell you later. But it was because this guy is driving so, like, it's so erratic, right? And then on the only stretch of land where we could actually drive the speed limit, he's easy 15 under. And there are cars, like, whipping around him like nobody's business to the left. And I was like, are you for <laughs> actual real right yeah. now? This is so crazy. So we do make it to the hotel. It was about an hour and 20 in the car with him. Yeah. It was a long, stressful time. And to just put that into perspective, it was about, what, 30 minutes maybe on the way back just because traffic got that bad. Yeah. It wasn't all his fault. It was just a really long drive. Yeah. It was, I mean. As far as the time he, goes. He had a lot of fault at how crazy the drive was. But yes, traffic was intense. We got to our hotel. Got hooked up with our friends. Andrew Are we real New Yorkers because we just complained about the traffic? Oh, the traffic there. The traffic. It's part of the culture, though. Yeah. It's part of the experience. We got some dinner with them. Yeah, that was so fun to see Hobbs and Savannah. Yeah. In, like, their neck of the woods now. Because they used to live out here. And then they moved to New York. Great backstory. Now, our first main event was Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Okay, let me talk about this. Because Jordan... Gave these tickets to me for Christmas. And I was excited. Don't get me wrong. Um, Broadway. I had never seen anything on Broadway before. Like actually in New York. This was my first time in the city. I'd been to the JFK airport a couple times. But that does not count. <clears throat> so I was pretty excited to go to the play. But I should have been about 10 times as excited as I was. I was thinking this would be like a nice walk down Nostalgia Lane because I was really into Harry Potter growing up. Um, like I went to the midnight book releases. I have like my own set. Um, the nearest I came to murdering another human was my brother for the sixth Harry Potter book, which we may or may not discuss later at some point. I think we've told um, on the podcast before, but 
Have we? <laughs> anyway, no. I can never tell that story enough because I am still surprised at my own self-restraint and my sister's physical strength to hold me back from bludgeoning him in the head with it. <clears throat> you say he spoiled that Dumbledore dies and he spoiled who Snape was. Within the space of 10 minutes after he stole my book that I purchased because he was too cheap to get his own. And then my mom was like, it's okay, Adrian. He's at an exciting spot. Just let him finish it. So there's a lot of unresolved uh, angst <laughs> and many therapists have tried and failed to resolve this for me. Okay. <clears throat> so we get to this play. Like I said, I thought it would be very nostalgic. I thought it'd be fun. I'd never actually read Harry Potter and the Cursed Child because I don't like to read plays. I like to see plays. I like to read books, but the director's notes and stuff just distracts me and it's not my jam. Okay. I think most people had a similar response. <clears throat> I tried reading it too and I couldn't get through it. Well, I just opted not to. I was like, nah, <laughs> like I'll pass. And also I'll keep like this one last pearl of magic. So if I ever happen to go see it, then it'll be a surprise. And I'm so glad I did that because it was freaking magic. We walked in. The whole building is just like painted on the inside, even the ceiling. I didn't do this, but you could have. You could have like scanned the ceiling with Instagram and the scene, like images and stuff come to life. Um, they had a, like f- like a slushy version of caramel apple cider that was yeah, supposed yeah, was to really be good. from like Hogsmeade. They had like merchandise galore that was all Harry Potter. And it just like made you feel like you were in that world. There were different spots that you could take pictures. And like, even without the Instagram magic on the ceiling, like the painting itself was exquisite. It made you feel like you were at freaking Hogwarts. And even on the stairs, like leading to the exit, like there was, um, there was this sign or like this lettering printed above the door that said like, Hogwarts will always be here to welcome you home. And I don't know why, but I legit got like feels for when I read that. <laughs> Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, this is such like, I don't know. I guess I never realized how much I had phased out of childhood and youth, which makes me feel so old and my back ache even more than it does normally. Um, until I realized that like there's this pocket of my childhood that's just kind of like saved and preserved. And I thought that was really fun. It was, it was a cool moment, but this play, they did like legit magic on the stage. I'm an adult woman and I feel like I am pretty smart. I could not figure out how they did a lot of <laughs> they this had magic. Lots of cool tricks. The stuff that they did with the lighting was insane to like, like a master level. I still cannot wrap my head around some there of the stuff. There was floating stuff, disappearing people, dementors flying through the audience. It like you felt like you were rippling through time, like legitimately. Oh yeah, that thing was the craziest thing. The time I, like I have effect. thought about that maybe two hundred times since we've left that play. I still can't really wrap my head around how they did it. Yeah, like picture somebody traveling to a different dimension in a movie or something, and the world around them gets wavy. They make the whole like theater. almost like you're falling through like a a ripple. Like they made the whole freaking room do that. Like you I, did it. I, it must have just been. It. it must have just been lights though. It's not like stuff was actually moving. I know but it, the, had it was so been lights, but like it was so crazy that your brain also made you f- feel it. Yeah, it was really wild. They had Dementors floating through the air. Even the freaking intermission was eventful, okay? Yeah. Who has an eventful intermission? We won't spoil stuff. Intermission. No. It, 
This is the one thing that I will not spoil. And I understand that some people got really <laughs> the upset. The story that's been out for 10 years. <laughs> I know. I know some people got really upset about me talking about Power of the Dog, but also I don't care. Um, but I will not <laughs> spoil this because it was that magical. Nice so apology. If you have kids, I know I matched the Will Smith apology almost. <laughs> Call back. Um, if you have kids who are even remotely interested in Harry Potter, 10 out of 10 recommend that if you ever have the opportunity to take them to Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, you absolutely should. We saw all these little kids dressed up like they were in Ravenclaw and Gryffindor and stuff. And it just like made my heart warm. And then we saw adults doing it. Less cute. Very much (laughs) less cute. But um, yeah, I... Loved it. I know that I spent way too much time talking about Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, but I just need you to know that that was kind of like a nice, oh, that's cool. Thanks. We're going to go see a play on Broadway. Um, To a uh, holy cow, I have no idea how much my mind was just blown. Yeah, it was really good. Because I, I, I mean, I've wanted to see it because I was really into Harry Potter too. And I read them when you read them mm-hmm. when they were coming out and stuff. Um, But I kind of expected not. I feel like stories that are always like an add-on story, like The Godfather Part 3. I guess you don't know any of these, but but things that are like, they weren't part of the initial arc and they're adding it. I feel like sometimes they either suffer from... Like Aladdin and the 40 Thieves. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Liking one and a half. Like Real Housewives of Salt Lake Season 2. We haven't watched it yet. We should. I know. I'm just kidding. They suffer from either making the original stuff not as important because they upped the stakes and it's like, well, then the stuff before it didn't even happen or matter. Or they just like don't seem that meaningful at all. This one did a really cool thing because there's time travel involved, but it made the events of the original Harry Potter even more important while also creating a really interesting story, which I feel like it's really hard to do And that. like really legitimately beautiful themes throughout it too. Yeah. So... Highly recommend whether you have like an eight-year-old child or you are like in your 50s. You should go see that play if you have the chance. Yeah. It made me love Harry Potter. Because I, I, Harry Potter is the thing that I really loved but I wasn't into again. Now It made me like reignite my love. And now there's like this new Harry Potter video game coming out that I didn't think I'd play. But now I'm like, I'm going to play that game. <laughs> it's supposed to be. So I was going to see the, like Broadway, like the ultimate like arts has made it so you're going to play another video game. I don't like your demeaning tone towards video games. Oh, you don't? They're the connection between movies and interactive and... Mm. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I have actually gotten sucked into a couple of your plot lines, but I refuse to actually play them because I'm terrible with the controller. This is true. All right. That was Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Okay. That was really long. But so let's whiz through the rest of this. Um, We saw... The the next night. Well, we saw Times Square. We didn't cover that. We saw Times Square with Hot and Savannah. Then we did Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Then we watched Euphoria that night. Was it that night or did we go to a jazz game that night? No, we didn't go to a jazz game after that. that was Sunday, Monday, huh? Yep. So yeah, we watched Euphoria that night. Then the next day, we got up... And is this when we did brunch in Central Park and the jazz game? Yeah. Yeah. Central Park. Let me tell you about it for a second. Um, it's a park. There are tons of people in it. <laughs> it's centrally located. It is centrally located. And I saw the freaking bridge from the movie Enchanted. Okay. Where they are like going under the bridge and she's like singing, how do you know that she loves you? And all the things. And I felt 
just connected to the universe. It was grand. So we go through that. It was kind of cold though. And then we got some food and then we went to the jazz game. Which as of right now, that's the last game they won. They won. But can you believe that? They've lost every single game since then. It is depressing. We don't need to talk about it. Okay. They play the Lakers tonight without LeBron or AD. I think we'll probably win. But as of right recording. Okay. The last time you said that you thought we would win. I don't care anymore. It's a disaster. If I made them lose, then they lose. It is a disaster. By the way, we do have season tickets for next year. So please (laughs) let them improve. Uh, Okay. So we go to the Jazz game. It's super fun. They win. We buy some Knicks stuff because we were there. So we did. That one was Madison Madison Square Garden. Yeah? yeah, very cool. And then it made me understand Taylor Swift's lyrics even more, like where you chose the Rose Garden over Madison Square. I've been to freaking Madison Square now. Okay? I get it. Okay. You know where the Rose Garden is? The She's saying that the person decided to stay home in their Rose Garden versus Madison Square. Oh, she's not comparing the two arenas, like where they're located? No. How do you know? Because she's talking about how this person decided to go out of fame. Uh-oh. Listen to the freaking song. <laughs> I won't, okay. but continue. <laughs> okay. So, what did we do the next day? The Met? <clears throat> um, yeah. Well, the next day we went to... We went to the Met. Did we? Because that was our Nets game. Did we do the Met and the Nets game the same night? Okay. Yeah, so we did the Met. And guys... I'm not trying to be like a bougie, cultured person right now. I will hands down say the Met. But if you haven't gone to the Met, you're an idiot. <laughs> you haven't lived. Um, no, I will say the Met is hands down the coolest place I think I've ever been to. And we saw maybe a fourth of it. Yeah. We were there for like three and a half hours before my feet were aching and I was so hungry. I was going to cry. So we had to leave. But it was, it was like uh, surreal. Yeah, so much stuff stuff around us. And so, like, so we went through the ancient Egypt exhibit because those are my people. They are obsessed with cats. And it was just the, the, how old this stuff was blew my mind. They had like a timeline that wrapped around the top of one of the room's ceilings just to like try to give you some sort of gauge for how old this stuff is. And it was ridiculous. Um, and there were actual, okay, so I guess, I guess some dam was being built and it was going to cause this big lake to form. And that lake would have destroyed a lot of historical ruins, like Egyptian historical ruins. And so part of this was a tomb, like a full on elaborate tomb. And so Egypt was like, yo, we're going to gift this because we need to get it out of here. Yo, this is Egypt. We have a present for you. Yeah. And I don't remember who the president All the way was from Cairo. at the time. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. But um, there was like a, like almost a competition or like a bid basically for who would receive this Egyptian tomb brick by brick, like rebuilt in that museum. And so the Met ended up winning it. And so there's this huge room that's just like an entire wall is just straight windows. And inside this room is this tomb fully re like reassembled. Um, just there, just there, freaking there. Like you can't go touch it. There are ropes around it and stuff, but like 
It's not behind glass. Yeah, it's wild. <clears throat> I'm not athletic, and I could have jumped that rope and gone and touched it. Yeah. And then there were like um, uh, burial coffins that were so ornate and all sorts of different burial like, coffins, scrolls. dinner table coffins. So many different types of coffins, Yard you coffins. guys. Okay, but really, there were outer coffins and then inner coffins. And I think that's a little excessive, but you know what? Way to be extra. And there were so many little cat figurines. So many. <laughs> Um, and then I was like, can I touch it? And then people were like, no. Um, <clears throat> anyway, they were behind glass. Otherwise, I would have. <laughs> and then we saw, we saw like full on suits of armor from. The armor the was actually really cool. Ages. I can see people nerd out about it because some of the intricate detail and like paintings they put on shields and stuff was crazy. I didn't realize they did that. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't realize this either, but on the inside of like. So many shields. We saw at least 10 of them all in a row um, that they were like full on works of art on the inside of the shield. And I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to be a soldier and have to march carrying a shield, I might as well have something pretty to look at. But like they were intricate to the nth degree. And then we saw like legit samurai swords. Okay. And something else that I really, really loved about the Met is that every room that you go into like, whatever you're looking at, whatever, like, um, region it's from, like, they tried to depict that in, like, the room setup itself. So, like, in the samurai room, everything had very, um, like, sh- like, straight walls, like, very angular and simple. And then in the we went to the Roman exhibit as well. And there were like these huge pillars and columns everywhere. And, um, <clears throat> there were some Italian relics and it was like a lot of mosaics. And I just thought it was like so well done. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like yeah. I feel once again, like I am a relatively intelligent human and I guarantee that like 80% of it went over my head. I feel like you could live at the Met and not fully understand it. And I loved it about it. And we only went into, like Jordan said, maybe 25% of it. We didn't even get upstairs to go see like Van Gogh or Monet or anything. We don't like them anyway. Yeah. Who the freak cares? (laughs) Um, But we saw so much medieval armor and there were like some like sword. I don't know. What's what's it called? Scabbard? Sword scabbard? Is that a thing? Like the sheath thing that you put the sword in? Yeah, I think scabbard's the right word, right? That it was just completely covered in emeralds. Like full on emeralds. Yeah, it's really cool stuff. And like the hilts of swords were so elaborate. Anyway, <clears throat> there were suits of armors on actual like like horse armor and full suits of armor. It was really cool. <laughs> I know that I sound like such a nerd. Can you say right armor now. a few more times? There was shiny armor, and then there was, like, more matte armor, and it just really depended on the style of the date. Overall, the Met, like, totally understood armor. I was so impressed by how well the Met understood armor. Yeah. Like, some of it was shiny, and they put that part (laughs) under the lights. (laughs) I realize how stupid we sound right now, but I'm just saying that... Don't say we. You've been speaking for the past, like, five minutes uninterrupted. However... The Met was legitimately the high point of New York for me. I was captivated. And 
Um, that includes all the New York pizza that we ate. Yes, we had lots of New York. We had a good place right in the corner where our hotel was that was not a little bit fancier than a dollar slice place. They didn't have dollar slices, but only cheese. Yeah, and they had some pretty good slices. Um, it's called Two Brothers Pizza. Two Brothers Pizza, and I liked it. Yeah, that was it. Was honestly nice to have a place so you don't have to sit down somewhere. Like if we were just hungry, we could grab a slice. Um, this is gonna <clears throat> tell you how frugal and gross I am. But at one point, I accidentally dropped a piece of this pizza in our hotel room, but it had just been cleaned, and I was about to take a bite of it anyway. And Jordan was like, "You are not doing that." <laughs> He's like, "You are not taking a bite of pizza off of a New York hotel floor." If it fell on our floor here, I'd probably allow it. But you were like, I'm going to eat it. And I had to bit real, got really stern with you. I said, I know no, you, did. you will not eat it. You're putting it in the trash. You eat this. I was this. so hungry. I gave you another slice. I know. And I know. I was glad we got three. Anyway. um, Okay. So we did the Met. Then we went to the other jazz game where they lost. We had great seats. We did have amazing we're, seats. The jazz and players didn't really engage with us, but we were very close to them. I was so tired by this point. We'd taken like... 12 to 13,000 steps a day, which I realized it's just a normal day for most people in the world, <laughs> not for us. Um, I was so tired that I was like falling asleep towards yeah. the end. Which is embarrassing for having our best seats of our life. I know, the best seats of our <laughs> life, but then we were also losing by like 40 points. So it was gross. It wasn't that bad, but it was not as good a game. We were down by like 35 at one point. You're thinking of the New Orleans game. We were, we stayed. We honestly made it kind of competitive at the end. We got within oh, like eight. That's almost worse. I we might have been down by North 20 at one point, but we came back. Anyway, that was great. The next day, we went to Cat's Deli, and I got a pastrami sandwich, which was my favorite food of the whole. I thought that there were going to be a lot of cats around. It's not. It's K-A-T-Z. Yeah, no wonder the mat went over your head. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so jordan got a pastrami sandwich and i don't like pastrami and i would have bathed in that pastrami it was so freaking good you got the corned beef which is also good but my pastrami was way better yes that is very accurate i got corned beef in honor of st patrick's day which had happened just before we flew out there and um honestly i know that this is very lame but i got chicken noodle soup while i was there too maybe the best chicken noodle soup i've ever had in my life it was once really again good. I don't know if this is because we were just walking so much every day or if it was just that good, but also having a like true blue New Yorker call you sweetheart in a New York accent is somehow not condescending. It's just really endearing and I <laughs> loved it. Uh, look at you, sweetheart. <laughs> Thank uh, you. <laughs> His name was Ishmael. Was it Ishmael or was it the guy that was helping Ishmael? I don't know. It was a Jewish guy. It was Ishmael that called me sweetheart. Okay. Um, okay. And so we did that, and then we went to... We had dinner with our friends, and our final thing we did... Well, no, we went to the 9-11 memorial. Uh, we did that was very it. sad. Yes. And I didn't realize how much that would be... I mean, You obviously, would never... You didn't hear what happened, so that would... It's like a big shock to you to learn Stop. about what happened. I remember that day so vividly, probably the most vividly of any of my childhood days. But um, so we saw that the museum was actually closed and I know that we will be back one day and I will go to the museum, but I was kind of grateful it was closed because it was already like, I don't know, it was very poignant. Like it is a beautiful, is a beautiful space. 
and I love the memorial, but it's just, it's a hard thing. And having that be like the thing I remember the most out of my whole childhood, uh, I don't know that I really could have handled the museum very well, uh, that day. So I will be glad to go back one day and go to the museum itself. Um, but it is something that is like, it's like watching Schindler's list. Like no one wakes up and goes, I'm going to watch Schindler's list today. Like you got to plan for it. You got to be in the right state of mind. Have you actually seen it? I have seen parts of it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I know about the girl with the red coat. Okay. Um, so we did that and then we went to the oldest bar in the u.s like it's like this restaurant like the iron horse or something is not what it was called it was like the first dutch settled yeah so like originally this restaurant was made with with the dutch settlers back in like the freaking they said 1648 but that can't be right i don't know it said it (laughs) said a ridiculous date from these dutch settlers and then um it was closed down for a little while during the Revolutionary War, but then reopened as a restaurant. The White Horse and, Tavern. And it's been a restaurant slash right? pub. Is that what it's called? White Horse? I can't remember if it's White Horse or Iron Horse. Something like that. It was a horse. Um, and then our waiter was from Ireland, and he had a great accent, and he also called me sweetheart at one point. So I just really love New York, and apparently being not catcalled, but um, talked down to. It's endearing and I like it. <laughs> I will say New York is really fun and it makes you feel really cool getting around the city with the subway system. And you got very good at the subway system, but I remember our first ride, you were a little bit shocked by because it's kind of gross. And you got a little sick and we were walking up the subway. Okay, it smelled like outright farts. And the <laughs> first thing that happened when we walked down to our first ever subway ride in New York City was I saw poop. And I don't know if it was human or from a Doberman, but it was a giant poop thing that someone had stepped in and it was smeared. And I was like, this is not a great way to begin. And I just kind of held that same standard. Um, I did make several rat friends. Um, I made eye contact and that's what I mean by friends. And then I backed away. She's talking about like actual rats, not referring to some ethnicity or something. Stop. Why would you even say that? I need to clarify with um, you. They are actual rats. I do have pictures of them on my phone. And then Jordan, this cold that he has, he was like, I think the rats gave it to me. I think um, they did because you made me hang out by them for I so long. I did see a man injecting what I think is heroin or a hard drug into his um, hip slash groin area. And he was – he he looked like he had – seen some things in his life um so i feel like i feel like i'm a native now i will say you your first ride you were not you were like i don't know if i can do that i didn't like that at all and we're walking the stairs and you're like but do not tell our friends that i didn't (laughs) like it tell them i was really good at the subway no just not bringing up the subway the last thing i wanted from our friends who have been making it in new york is like and adrian just like cannot handle the subway like but I'm saying I you understand. overcame it. Like you were you were a rock star by the end. Yeah, it's just all about holding your breath and then the masks really help. But um you just have to learn who and where to avoid. And I think I understand now why New Yorkers are unfriendly when you start talking to them. Like every time I would 
say, oh my gosh, I love your dog. They're so cute. And then the New Yorkers would look at me like I had slapped them in the face. Anyway, so I yeah, stopped doing you that. Stop doing that, which is good. But I still waved at the dogs with just my fingertips. You did. You're very yes. cute. Uh, the last thing we did is we went to the comedy cellar and we saw Cornelia Street. Oh, I, I mean, I went to Cornelia Street because it's a Taylor Swift song. It's very poignant. I really love it a lot. I got a picture there. Oh, I still need to send that to Candace. I promised her I would send it to me. It's on your phone. Um. Yeah. People are really excited about that. We saw. David Tell the comedy seller do maybe one of the best sets I've ever seen in my life. And then we flew home the next day. It was a wild yeah. trip. And then I got sick two days later. <laughs> yeah. So here we are. That's our New York City travel blog. Do you have any last things you want to say, babe? Um, we did have to wear masks a lot of the time, but then I hear that the airlines are going to potentially not have people wear masks anymore as of the 18th. Uh, I don't know. I think they extended it. Oh, did they? But did you hear Utah, along with 20 other states, are suing them for forcing a mask mandate because, especially in states that are banning mask mandates. Cool move, Utah. Oh, my gosh. Of all the things. <laughs> People are such babies. Can I we honestly, just spend I'm the point where I'm like, money on getting a freaking stoplight at the end of our road instead of yeah, suing the airlines? That would benefit tens of us. <laughs> uh, it is so frustrating when that school gets out and you can't turn left, though. Yeah, people know just what we're talking about. Uh-huh. Anyway, that was a weird way to end it. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Okay, that was our New York City travel blog. I th- honestly, that's one of my favorite trips we've done, and I want to go back because there's so much stuff to do there. And we barely there's so much stuff we barely even scratched the surface, and I just want to go back to the Met, and I realize how nerdy that makes me no, sound. No, I'd, I'd want to go too. The building itself is so beautiful. Yeah. And like, I don't even get the Met, but it's like doing something. <laughs> yes. And there are, like, so many vendors outside of it and just, like, support local artists. <laughs> Do I have the New York right. voice down? Say, say uh, sign off in a New York voice that you've been doing. We had, like, Krispy Kremes at Times Square, and it was the most New York experience. They were, like, better because they were in Times Square. It's, like, the um, elevation or something. And just, like... Where dreams are made Like, of. the fact we had to wait in line for, for Krispy Kreme, honestly, like, makes them taste better. And that's why New York has you do that. Like, we had to wait around the building. Because, you know, in New York, that's just how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <word>. I hate <laughs> everything we just did. Uh, but, yeah, it was super fun. Thanks for getting that for Christmas for You're me. Welcome. That Christmas. was, like, one of my favorite trips that we've ever gone on. Same, same. And it was the smallest hotel room we've ever purposefully purchased yeah but it was nice yeah it was, it was good. small but it was fine yeah okay i'm more signing off it's over this episode's over the hotel also had cookies okay bye bye